0: You are listening to the Personal Growth Podcast presented by KarenElizabeth.com. Learn how to achieve your goals, improve your relations, increase your creativity, and much more. For a complete listing of the Karen Elizabeth Podcasts with links to subscribe, please visit our website at KarenElizabeth.com forward slash podcast. That's C-A-R-Y-N Elizabeth.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Good morning, everyone. This is Karen Elizabeth. And today I want to talk to you about your influence. How are you influencing others? And how are you influencing yourself? And what do you think you're supposed to be doing to influence others? Is your influence over a long period of time? Or is it just a quick impact and get out? Influencing others is is one of those things that really, truly we are meant to do in life. But some of us are like the cup of coffee. Do you know when people drink a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, it causes their blood sugar to rise up quickly and then The blood sugar drops. And do you realize that it actually drops lower than before you had that first cup of coffee, thereby making you more tired and in need of more coffee or some form of energy. Some of us influence others like a candy bar, you know, where we get in there and we're just this sweet thing and we give them a burst of motivation, this burst of energy And then we're out of there and we're no longer helping them to sustain that energy. You know, there are many ways that we can influence others, but I would encourage you to think a little bit further about what it is that you resemble, You could be like a, a, you know, instead of the coffee, you could be the the protein shake. The protein shake is a form of protein that can be drunk in the morning. And the energy that's created by that sustains the person over a longer period of time. Of course, they're going to need food later on, but the energy created will sustain them. This is talking about influence and I want to talk about why we influence and if we should be influencing and who we should be influencing. We could also be like that steak rather than the candy bar. The steak is a protein and it goes in the body and it slowly builds the body. Now, of course, you have to use energy in your body to break down the stake. And that's the part that is the challenge to people. We could be an influence in such a way that it causes them to be challenged to have to break down what we've said and use it bit by bit towards the help of their, in the case of a stake, their physical body. But the influence part is the part of their, their mindset or their, their energy level or their, um, their, their future dreams and goals. You know, when, uh, when we're younger, we're taught that we have to obey the rules. As children, <clears throat> we're, we're taught to obey. We're taught to do what we are told to do. And not to vary from it. This is a form of fitting in. And our parents are basically teaching us to obey, which is a form of discipline. Whether we like what we're hearing or not, we're told to do it. Does that make sense? Okay, simply their influence over us is really a different kind of food it's not a candy bar it's not a protein shake it's more like you know here's your your eggs eat them whatever they do for your body is going to be determined later okay parents will do that and when we're in school the same thing happens when we're in school, we're taught to, to we sit in the chair. Now we've got progressive schools, but I'm talking about your standard, what we have, most of us have grown up in. We sit in our chair, we listen to the teacher, the teacher spits out knowledge, and we are supposed to be gleaning it and taking it all in and learning it. Skill. We're gaining skill. We're gaining discipline by sitting in the chairs. These are the building blocks, really. Of a truly successful life. But we as children don't know it. And it's not until we become older. That we realize that. We can live. A different ways. We can live independently. and And have our own businesses. We can follow. The path of. You know. Fitting in. Um. Doing what others want us to do, which really, in the long scheme of things, it's really just discipline. You know, some of us were so disciplined to follow the rules that we just continued to follow them. That's a discipline, that's a habit. And then you have some people that are rebellious. They can't sit in their chairs. (laughs) You know, they can't sit still. They have to get up and walk around. You know why? Because they're not disciplined. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but their discipline is lacking at that point because they haven't been able to control their physical body. They haven't been able to control their mind. Their mind is wandering. It's going hither and yon. They're not disciplined. Is this good or bad? Well, actually, what happens is if if a person grows and says, you know, I could never sit still in school. I had to get up and walk around. Well, what they're basically saying is they wanted to do things a different way, their own way. And at some point in their life, they have to become disciplined. They can't just go through life hither and yon. Let me try this. Let me try that and see how it works. At some point, they have to discipline themselves and say, "Okay, I think I like this. Let me learn the skills. Let me learn how to do this, and practice it." And sometimes well, you'll have like auto mechanics, for instance. I just use it as an example because it's you know kids won't sit and do what they call bookwork, but when they're what, what, if you give them a, something to take apart, they love it. They just love getting in there. Okay, at least they have to become disciplined at knowing how to take something apart and putting it back together. Okay, so different people are learning different ways, but we all need discipline. Now, what does that have to do with affecting others' lives? You know, some of us, I ask this question too. Do you believe that you're similar to others in the following ways? In your beliefs, in your work ethic, in your habits, in your self-confidence? Do you know people are have various, various beliefs, various work ethics, various habits, various self-confidence. How can we know for sure if we're like them or not? You know, sometimes we just are like them in a few different ways. But But how does that help us to have, you know, a feeling like we can impact other people? We can have an influence on other people, even our own children. If they're bent in a different direction, how can we influence them? And then there's this other question. If not, if you're not similar to others, then do you believe that it's your duty to change yourself so that you're like them? Or vice versa? You know, to believe you should believe differently uh you should work more diligently you should become more disciplined you should gain more knowledge you know would you ever choose to be less productive to fit in to life and to fit in with others there are times i know that in our life depending on where we are in school life many children will change in order to fit in they'll they, they're taught that they should be disciplined and sit in their seat and they have to learn how to sit there and how to listen. And they're gaining this skill, this discipline of fighting against what they would like to do would be going out to play in order to sit there. And that's what school does. You know, even in sports, it, it's a discipline of, of getting out there and practicing. So I do believe that school has a wonderful place to play, uh, to, to, um, a wonderful part to play in our success in our future, whether we're homeschooled or in a regular standard school. You know, if you are different, and I bring this part of the difference up because many of us feel different than others Especially like you get those kids that are in school that can't sit still. They're like, I'm different. Okay, well, how about this? If you are different, do you want other people to change to become more like you? You know, are, are are you about that? Do you want to to get people to be like, become more free instead of sitting in the chair? Get up and run around, live a little, you see? Ah, but, but what are we doing? You know, do we really want to help other people to change, to become more like us? Or do we really have to change to become more like them? What is this about? What really is happening here? You see, changing others, honestly, doesn't really help them. To change others, to force them to do something doesn't help them. Individuals need to want something more in life. Even a young child wants something in life. They want the teacher, if they sit still, to say, good boy, good girl. They're looking to feel something. The individual who can't sit still, who can't wait to get outside and play, they're looking to experience an emotion. They're looking to experience freedom. Let me run around and feel free and decide what I want to do right at that moment. Everybody does things and either obeys or learns, gains a skill because they want to feel something. Forcing a person to do something really does not help them. What is better, in my opinion, is for them to want to change in a more natural way. Whether we're a parent, a teacher, an employer, a business owner, how can we truly affect others? And why do we want to affect others? Now, I will tell you, as a parent, you want to feel proud of your children. As an employer, you want to reap profits. As a teacher, you want to get the satisfaction of students who get great grades in their testing as, an, as a, an entrepreneur or individual business owner, you want the freedom to be able to create the business and feel good about that. This is, is all, we're all, we're talking about emotions, feeling right now. And at some point in our life, We will look back at those emotions and we will say they were good emotions, but there needs to be something more because I've experienced many emotions, but yet I haven't experienced this, this, this awesome emotion. And what is that emotion? That emotion is being an example of faith in your dreams and in your goals. And it begins with self-confidence. It begins with believing in yourself. It always starts in believing in yourself. Even as a parent. You can be a parent. Believe in yourself. And then raise your children to become self-confident. You can be a teacher. And believe in yourself. And believe in your calling And then desire for your students to, you know, have those dreams of becoming something great and succeeding. You can become a business owner and desire for your, those who are in your business, whether it be an online business, a brick and mortar business, an individual business owner. And you will want your employees to experience and to get a feel for what it's like to own your own business and be a a mentor or have them as an apprentice in their life, hoping that down the road they will go, you know, to be their own independent business owner. But the point about this is that at first, when we are getting the paycheck and, and when we're just, we have these... Young goals, which I call their immature goals. Um, They're just getting the paycheck, you know, being proud, having that experience of feeling good. Those are all good. But we have to come to that point of of really, truly, what is it that we're trying to do? Influencing others. And I will say that I have discovered that we, we can't do it like swallowing an elephant. We can only do it... One bit at a time. For our children, we teach them daily. You know, it may be uh, our daily routine and then on Sunday you take them to church. You're teaching them about their spiritual life a little at a time. As a teacher, you have your daily routine and then maybe you'll do a special event and you're trying to take them a little bit further along. As a business owner... You know, you have your your standard work, but then you may do some kind of special commission, something or other, to take it to the next level. But you'll do it a little at a time. And the daily influences, those little bits of influence, are great opportunities for those in your influence to grow from. But what is this that I'm actually saying? You know, ultimately we all die. While we're here, we can enjoy going through these motions of living, right? Good and bad. The emotions of living are the gift that we get to experience in life. All kinds of emotions, right? Grief, ecstasy, pain, pleasure, happiness, exhilaration, adventure, Every event in our life, every opportunity that we'll take will lead us to feeling an emotion. It's each individual person's right to experience emotions by way of opportunities that we choose to take, whichever path it is. Now concerning us, we can choose to push others to feel things You know we do that many times. We will push them to feel good or bad. We'll push them to become angry. Or we'll draw out of them ways of happiness. But we can push them to become frustrated, draw out of them an opportunity to to be challenged. So I ask you this. What emotions are you going to pull out of others? Of those you love, of those you teach, of strangers, of co-workers, of employees, of church friends, church members, of children, your own or others. When we're self-confident, we might feel in our heart that we believe that we know more about life. And, you know, by examining these issues with you here, I'm hoping for you to gain some wisdom that's usable to succeed with self-confidence and to become a whole person that God would be proud to have created, desiring to grow into excellence. You see, when we're young, we want to fit in, right? While we're employed, we're told that we must fit in. When you're self-employed, we have the freedom to do the things that we want from our gut, right? And passioned. But hopefully, we've learned enough skills in business, for instance, to keep us grounded. You know, there's a fine balance between living free and having success financially. One is just an emotion, but the other is strength. With the emotion. The first peters out quickly. The second is built as a structure. The first rises up quickly, but the second rises slowly and steadily and is sustained. So will you be like the candy bar, like the cup of coffee, like the protein shake, like the steak? What emotions will you push with people or pull out of people? Do you want to help others to sustain life by encouraging discipline with love? Do you want to experience all of the emotions that there are in life? Our journey is meant to create excellence in us to create an opportunity for us to become whole and we can influence others and impact them in such a way to give them life to help them to sustain life and wholeness long term or to give them the quick fix you know get in there make an impact boom and then drop them and not be there for them long term, each of us have an opportunity in life to affect and influence others, to have the emotional experiences that uh, will help us live happily and successfully. While some of us may do the quick in there, give them that emotional shot that is going to drop them, I believe that we just have an opportunity to help people to create happy experiences in life, to help them to be disciplined long-term, or to help them to feel that the emotions that they're having are hard. When we're in it for the long haul, people older in life who have experienced wisdom and experienced knowledge and had many experiences tend to see the bigger picture they've been able to see more because they've experienced more so they can look in and say oh i would have done that differently and be able to share that that's the beauty of a grandparent could actually really share wisdom with their grandchildren if they have an opportunity and a desire so but i say that because i want you to realize that we are giving people opportunities by our own Choices and the ways that we act towards them to either create in them and draw out of them negative feelings, negative emotions, or positive emotions. As a responsible individual, I would hope that you would be able to see the bigger picture that influencing people while having the power to influence is good. It can be used to harm even though they get to experience that emotion and God will use it for good because it's going to teach them. We still have the responsibility to pull out of people the positive emotions, the positive things in life, the good things in life. Let the natural world and all those other places that your children and your co-workers and your church members and all will will experience. But don't you be that one. You be the one who says, I want to draw out of people life, creation, opportunities, emotions that are going to cause them to become great and greater. Whether it's your children, whether it's your students, whether it's your co-workers, whether it's your employees, in whatever avenue you find yourself. Be one who draws out the good in others. I bless you today with all beauty and significance and wealth. I bless your life with happiness, joy, overflowing with abundance. I bless your life with satisfying relationships that fulfill your greatest needs. Be blessed today with all the blessings there are in the universe for your health, for your wealth, and for your well-being. This is Karen Elizabeth.